It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Happy early signing day. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Rick Fires and Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Today is December the 15th, and today is the first day of the early signing day for high school football players to sign with colleges. And, Ricky, it's been a busy day. I know you have already been over at Fayetteville. You had three signings over there. I've been to Shiloh Christian. They had one there. We've got another one at Greenland today. And uh, just kids signing all over the place. And, man, what a great, great day it is for those kids. You know what? This is kind of a love, hate thing. I mean, because I was just talking to our photographer, Andy. He's been out all over the place. You get up early. They start signing eight or 8.30, go to maybe 5 or 6 or 7. But on the other hand, it's just great to watch these kids who worked their butt off their whole life to get to continue. It's only a small percent of kids who play high school football get a chance to go on to college. And I just got back from Fayetteville. That's why I'm breathing hard. I hadn't been exercising or nothing. Not at all. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, Isaiah Satania. Um, let me see. Caden Turner going to Indiana. Isaiah uh, obviously signed with Arkansas, and, and Manny Powell, who a kid who moved from Ohio with his mother before the year started, played about five, four or five games before he got hurt. He's an inside linebacker, signed with Arkansas. So a uh, big crowd there, a lot of their teammates. So just enjoyable to watch that. Great deal. And then Rick also today, Greenland's J.J. Hollingsworth signed with Arkansas, and he, after he did his signing, I guess he did it earlier this morning, he came up to the signing with uh, Satania and Manny and was in the crowd. And, uh, you know, that's that's fun to watch these kids support each other. And they're going to Arkansas. And, man, what a great day to be a hog. Absolutely. And, and, and for the state of Arkansas, the Leland contested this. For a small state, um, we put out some pretty good athletes. And I guess Arkansas, University of Arkansas, signed 10. Of course, there are going to be some other kids going to be signing at other schools. Wherever you go, we just wish these kids uh, all the luck to fulfill their dreams. They're all our guys, Ricky. All our guys. All our guys. So you got Caden Turner from Fayetteville going to Indiana. You got Isaiah Satania going to Arkansas, Manny Powell going to Arkansas, J.J. Yep. Hollingsworth going to Arkansas. I was over at Shiloh Christian, Caden Henley today, their linebacker. He signed with Arkansas. Also, later this evening, Chas Nimrod over at Bentonville will be signing with Tennessee. So, uh, and Jack Strubing from Springdale Harbor is signing with UCA today. So, just lots and lots of kids signing, and, and like Ricky said, we're, we're, we don't care where you go. We just want you to play. If that's, your, if that's your dream and you have that opportunity, man, go get it. Hey, even we had a sign-in last week uh, with the track, for track, and the kid's going to uh, uh, Texas. You know, the burnt orange all over the place. Uh, we, we don't care. We don't I care. mean, just, uh, you know, they're we'll big-time rivals. He's getting opportunity. You go to Texas and you shine, go fella. Ch go chase your dream. So that's fantastic. So that's what's going on today. Now, for those of you who might not be up on recruiting and the way things are nowadays, there is about four or five years ago they, the NCAA approved an early signing day for these kids who are wanting to be, it's mainly those who want to be early enrollees. Now, not all of them mm -hmm. are going to be early enrollees, but for yeah. the ones who want to be early enrollees, that they want to go ahead and start and be there for the start of spring practice. Now, I'm not sure, Rick, which you're, the guys you went to okay. Fayetteville. All right, here, here's the situation. Uh, Isaiah will not. Because he wants to, uh, you know, he's a track guy. Right. And he said, man, I got some records I need to set in the spring for high school. Now, Caden Turner is. He's graduated uh, in December, and he's going to uh, go to Indiana and get started 
I guess, enroll in January where you can go through spring drills. Correct. And uh, same thing with Caden Henley. He will be an early enrollee. Okay. I don't know about Manny Powell. Uh, I do know that Chess Nimrod is an early enrollee at Tennessee. Um, he's graduating in, in this month, and uh, he is going to be going to Tennessee to uh, participate in spring drills with the volunteers. So um, now, Manny Powell is coming off an injury. He was injured, so he's still kind of rehabbing, but he said he'll be ready to go by, you know, uh, June. Aug June, August, summer all camp. that. Summer camp. Uh, so we got that going on. So, so anyway, there's the early signing period in December starts de December. I believe it's the 15th, 16th, and 17th. There's a three day period you can sign early, uh, six, uh, 15, 16, and 17. Uh, the, the, you know this year, mm -hmm. um, and so you can sign then. But you don't have to sign then. You can wait because the regular national signing day is still the first Wednesday in February. In February, yes. And so you'll have some kids, some some kids who will wait until then uh, to, to do their signing. And um, I'm sure Bladen Fike, the quarterback at Fayetteville, is probably going to wait until February yes. to see because there's a lot of things that can happen to, between today's signing, or yep. this, these three days, and when the February time comes, and you'll have some, some – Kids who schools thought they were going to get that maybe they did a flip or whatever and, and, and went to another school, things will shake out. And so, uh, for a yeah, player Chip, like how about the transfer portal now? And man, say, yeah, hey, man, we can't use you now. All of a sudden, in February, hey, man, we need you to come over exactly. here. We lost this guy or that yeah, guy, yeah, exactly. So, Bladen is uh, going to wait until then. I'm sure he has an offer from Middle Tennessee, I believe yes. that's right. And uh, and so, I'm sure he's waiting to see because there's a lot of things that could happen between now and then. Um, and Rick, I also saw some bit. There's a lot of, on the national level, a lot of big time uh, five star players who are going to wait until that February. They're not going to be early enrollees. They're going to wait till that February sign day, and they kind of get their kind of have their own thing now. They got all these kids doing early, so they can wait till February, kind of have their own big production. And yeah, kids are. Yes, yeah. You'd, you'd do the same thing, Rick, if you had that chance. I know yeah. I would. You know what? I had my chance. I remember back in high school, man. This day takes me back when my had my offers. I was either mopping the floor at the hospital yeah, or cool. flipping burgers and French fries. Did, did you did you get any NLI money with any of that? NIL. I yeah. don't even know what we didn't know how to spell <laughs> NIL back in those days. <laughs> I was called a lot of other things with just letters, but NIL wasn't no, part of that it. Wasn't it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, again, a signing day today for a lot of kids across the area, across the state, across the nation, and uh, man, just what a great day for those families and, yes. and to see these kids to, to get their get an opportunity to uh, chase their dreams at the college level, and, and we wish them all the luck. So, Leland, let's get back to you. We kind of had you down there on hold a little bit. We want to go back and talk about last week's state championship games that were played down at War Memorial, the the uh, the 2A, 3A, and 4A games. And, uh, Leland, we're going to talk about the 4A game because that involves Shiloh Christian. And, man, uh, Shiloh Christian, they, they basically – saw what Fayetteville did in their game, and they kind of did the same thing again. A lot of turnovers. And, man, Leland, how big was that fumble on Shiloh Christian's opening possession? Well, it's – you know, we talked about that. It was written about. I mean, it was – it may have been, and I don't want to overplay it, it may have been the biggest fumble in state championship game history Huge. because it's the opening drive. They go down in four plays, yep. and they're knocking on the door. They're about to score – and then they fumble just outside the goal line. Yep. Uh, it was reviewed and, uh, you know, given to Robinson on the one, and then they reviewed it because all scoring plays are reviewed. Yes. And they moved it to the 20. Yeah. So Shiloh um, doesn't score. Robinson doesn't start at the one. Robinson mm -hmm. recovers the fumble, ruled to be recovered in the end zone, so they get the ball at the 20 and not the one. 
and uh, boy, then it then it just kind of went it went to avalanche from there. And man, a lot of props to uh, Joe T. Robinson. What a great team! Uh, they, they you know we knew they were a great team, and and uh, they just went out there and got it done. Ricky, they were efficient, and they uh, they they just they they dominated the game from that point on. You know, because Shiloh Christian looks so good on those four plays. I know it's four plays, yeah. but it's like boom, boom, boom. They're about to go up seven to nothing. Uh, we think, and and we don't know how the game would have turned out. But you know, as it is in the first half, Shallow Christian had four possessions. They go fumble, punt, punt, fumble. Yep. Robinson goes touchdown, 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 touchdown. Twenty-eight, 28 nothing. to nothing. Bam, now, bam, 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 it bam. may have been twenty-eight to seven at halftime, and it Could've may been. not have mattered. Could have been. But the mo- but the momentum, it just um, I mean, gosh, that was just that was just gigantic. And yeah. and to say that that sh- switched the momentum. For the entire game, well, maybe we, a little. Um, we can't you know, say we can't say that it did. We can't say that it didn't. But it, but it is what it is. It happened, and uh, you know, Joe T. Robinson forty-two, Shallow Christian fourteen. There you go. That's what happened. Well, and Robinson, you know, we got to looking, and and when I was doing my notebook today and yesterday, and going back and looking at some things, you know, Robinson had, as it turns out, one of the best playoff runs ever because yeah. they won five games in the playoffs. All, all by, by the mercy, mercy rule. rule. Yep. All oh, by mercy rule. And four yeah. of them were invoked in the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't they, have a so big, they were very good. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't they have a big offensive lineman that's going they, uh, sign with the Razorbacks? Yeah, they do. Uh, Emer- 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 Marion Emer- Harris, Harris, and he is going to be an early signee as well. He's 6'7". 370, and he is a absolute beast. That is a big old boy, Ricky. Big how big, how big a boy are you, Ricky? Yeah, how big yeah. a boy? <laughs> well, I bet he can do he, the damage on a double cheeseburger. You know, he started four years oh. at offensive tackle for wow. them. His first start was at uh, Springdale four years ago when they came up here, I, I guess, there. in, in the, the yep. opening week of the year. And he was, he he was started, a man then. He was a man then. <laughs> he was a man then. Yeah. He started four years on the offensive line and started three years on the defensive line. Well, if you remember, that Joe T team had a kid who signed with Arkansas. I can't remember now his name. Uh, a good defensive lineman, really good lineman. Gone blank on his name. And uh, he was dwarfed by this by, by uh, E. Marion as a freshman. As a freshman. Wow. So, just a big old boy. Uh, Leland, I heard something funny a while ago. I was going to tell you guys this and tell this story, and, and uh, Ricky will get a big kick out of this. He'll, he'll appreciate this, too. I was listening to a podcast, and we were talking to a couple of college football players. Like, one of them was a defensive lineman. The other one is a, like a safety or something. They were talking about the, the NLIs, the, you know, the, kid, the kids now getting you know, money for their name, image, yeah. and likeness, whatever. And they, this, this is what they said, Ricky. This was their quote. Because they're getting a few bucks – extra now for this when they go to Whataburger they can now get cheese on their burger they don't have to not not order the cheese they can now pay for the cheese on that burger oh man, that's big time that's big time that's better than me and my cousin we used to <laughs> in college uh, uh we get a coupon and split it one one burger and the other one burger free there you that go take me back to the 80s at Arkansas State so good for them yeah we know what it's like what? Ricky to have to have to count those pennies and go can yeah, I afford absolutely. this cheese or not can, can I not get this cheese 25 dang cent it. cheese dang it I can't get that cheese <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. I think I think my NIL in high school was worth two dollars and thirty cents an hour at the taco hut there, there you go and you were ha- and you were happy to make it and I was happy to make yeah, it yeah you put a little gas in your in your uh, in your car and uh, go go to the movies and uh yeah there you go i thought it was neat that i got a free taco burger for my break Woo, i love taco burgers ricky I can, I can eat me some taco burgers man 
Those are, those are I fantastic. just rather do a taco and a hamburger oh, go instead of mixing them together. Oh, there you go. There yep. you go. All right. So, Leland, we, uh, we, we've got football season over with, and uh, we're going to be having our all-Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette teams coming up the end of this month. Uh, we'll do the Division One team. That'll be the 5A, 6A, and 7A teams. That will be on Sunday, December the 26th, and then the Division Two team will be released on January the 1st. Uh, I'm sorry, January the 2nd, Sunday, and so we're busy getting those done right now. we got kids coming in today to the office to get their portraits made for the, the big superlative winners, the player of the year, coach of the year, that kind of thing coming in today, so we're excited about that. So this is a big day, uh, but we, uh, we also have jumped into basketball and conference play, Ricky, for the smaller schools has already started or will start Friday uh, for some of these schools. Yeah, and I um, oh, I was there uh, watching uh, Lane Taylor when he scored sixty-one wow, points for Farmington. I wow. mean, just and and the thing is, it just hit me about you know the next day. Of course, I wasn't smart enough to put it in my article, but early in the game, Lane passed up a shot, and I'm I saw over there maybe it was a dad, one of his coaches said, Lane, shoot the ball. Uh, he did. He did. He, he did. did. He got he plenty did. up, didn't he? He did. He got sixty-one points, but. You know, some of these other Farmington kids, uh, I guess uh, Shiloh, uh, no, Silent Springs held them, what, six, seven, Well, four? they ran a triangle and two on him. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's going to happen. Some of these other kids have got to come up and be consistent scorers They said, you ain't Farmington. getting 61 tonight, dude. That ain't happening. No, no. <laughs> well, good for them. You, here you go, 61 points, set a school record, you break it. But, you know, uh, Matt Wilson down yep. at Arkansas Fort Smith by 11, and then, what, two, three games later, yep. You know, I guess I guess they read the paper they and do. see the scouting the report. Yep. So yep. I thought it was kind of interesting. That was awesome. Well, I'm sure Johnny Taylor is now back in his office figuring out ways to, to break yes. that triangle in two that other teams will try to do the same thing. Uh, but props to props to Silone for doing that. That's fantastic. Yep. Also, want to mention too, Leland. Uh, this 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 makes me feel oh, as if I didn't, you know didn't need any need any help feeling old. River Gosvener, a former player at Huntsville, has now been named the permanent head basketball coach for the boys' team at Huntsville. I covered him a few years ago at Huntsville, and to see him come back and, and take over the basket, boys' basketball program at, at Huntsville, he was a heck of a player uh, for Jim Stafford's uh, team. And I'm going over there Friday night to cover their game with Pete Ridge. I'm going to write a story on River and his rocket ascension through the coaching ranks to get his first head coaching job, and not just at any school. At his at, alma mater at and at a mater. very good basketball school in Huntsville. Hey, and uh, I, I watched some of his game. Uh, Huntsville played in this tournament, the Cardinal Classic. They played, who was it, Lake Hamilton. Yep. Which I've never been there, but I'm thinking it's kind of by a lake near Hot Springs. Probably, somewhere. yeah. yeah. Well, if you had to guess. Probably if you but have anyway, a lake in your name, yeah. Uh, I mean, they were very athletic, but, man, the grinders from Huntsville, uh, they came back from, like, they were down 25 to 6 and come back and almost won that game. And I saw River over there pumping his boys up. And, you know, that's just the right, right, right thing to do. If you're going to make the move, that's, and, and good luck to him. Seemed like he was just playing, what, two years ago. Seemed like it. Leland, you will appreciate this too. I, uh, I sent Coach uh, Tom Tice a text uh, the other night when the, when the school board at Huntsville named River the, you know, on the permanent basketball coach. I sent Coach Tice a text and said, Coach, what do you think about this? He goes, that boy is going to be a great one. He is a rising star. Yep. Well, if Tommy Tice says that, put Bank that it. down. Bank, Bank it. it. That's he does. Yeah, you can, you can you right, Leland. You you know that's that he he wouldn't say that if he didn't believe it. Absolutely. You know, uh, Tom Tice is just one of the greatest quotes in the history of yes. Arkansas oh, coaches. Yeah. And yes. 
of course, I got to talk to him down in Little Rock. I talked to Bernie Cox, of course, Joe Fred Young. Man. Um, you know, wow, it's just. That'd uh, be a great day, we, man. That'd be a great we day. Have some, we have some legends yeah, in our state. That would be a great hey, day. Hey, since we're talking, I coach you. Hey, uh, Leland, how about the big story you had today about uh, Mike Fleur? Yeah. Tell us a little well, bit about we, that. We kind of knew, we thought that was coming. We, uh, you know, we, we had heard that back in the summer that it was a possibility. Uh, talked to him about that at our media day in August. Uh, talked to him about it, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So we knew it was a, a not only a possibility, but a probability. Now, he would not say that the realignment had anything to do with it. But, you know, it was Yogi Berra who once said, um, it's too coincidental to be a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the fact that that came out, and of course yeah. now you add Jonesboro to that yeah. conference oh my goodness. and take Catholic out. So yeah. now there's a trip to Jonesboro, Jonesboro. every other Jones, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and even though basketball. there was there was really not any thought that anything was going to be different, I think it was just maybe the 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 finalization that. Northside is going to be in the central again for the next two years in and, football and, and probably and, and beyond. the shortest trip yeah. is, um, you know, to Little Rock. Yeah. And beyond. Um, so we had that news happen yesterday with Mike Fleur stepping down as the football coach at Northside. Uh, also, of course, Leland alluded to it yesterday. The, the AAA, the Arkansas activity association, uh, released its realignment, uh, uh, conferences teams were going to be schools are going to be in for football. They haven't they haven't released the non football yet, but for football. And Leland, I guess six A was impacted like we knew it would be. Six A was impacted uh, from both ends, Ricky, from the top and the bottom. They were impacted by uh, Little Rock Catholic coming down mm -hmm. from seven A into six yep. A, but they were also impacted from the bottom up by some teams that moved up from six A uh, from five A to six A, and also. Pulaski Academy and Little Rock Christian moving up under the competitive balance rule that was passed earlier this year. So what they had to do in 6A is instead of the 16 school uh, uh, classification, there's now 19 uh, teams in Class 6A. There's 10 in the east and 9 in the west. And uh, Leland talked to Chris Young, the, the, the uh, football coach at Greenwood, and, uh, yeah. you know, coaches are not right. happy with that. There's, nope. uh, they already kind of had gentlemen's agreements with different schools about non-conference. You know, Greenwood wanted to play south side. They wanted to play north yeah. side. And Big that gates thing. for them. Big gates. Well, yeah. now you know north side and south side, them not being in the same conference, they play each other to open the season. So that eliminates that week. Yep. And then, uh, you know, that means that Greenwood, see, you know, they're only going to get two non-conference games. So Because there would be nine teams in the Nine league? teams in the conference. So that eliminates uh, – you know, already one non-conference week they're going to have. So it's a jumbled mess um, in the six in 6A, and it's not just the 6A West, it's the 6A East as well. But what are you going to do? You know, what 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 are you going to do? Um, you know, it, it is what it is. So the 6A West now, Ricky, starting next year, is going to have not only Greenwood and, and Lake Hamilton, two teams that have been in state championship games each of the past two years, they now have added Pulaski Academy, Multiple times. Leland, how many in a row have they won in 5A? Well, they've been to the state championship game every year since 2013 when Morrillton beat them in the quarterfinals at 57-50 to 50 game with uh, Jacoby Criswell. There you go. So, I mean, they've, they've been in the state championship game every year since then. Since then, yep. 
So you got them coming in. They're going to be in the same league as Green? Yes, Green. same conference. Oh, my goodness. Little Rock Christian, which won a state championship a couple of years ago yeah. uh, with Justice Hill at quarterback. Uh, so they're coming in. And and then, you know, you got Van Buren that's no slouch and Russellville, a much improved team. And um, anyway, so it's it went from already – but Benton is out. Benton is out and goes to the east. So that's one, you know, big-time, big, big time, you know, program that's out. But uh, not too many people would trade PA for Benton probably. Uh, so anyway, it just made what was already a very tough league even tougher. Um, and so, uh, and then you, then you add on top of that, the, the, uh, the, there's nine teams in the conference now. So, well, I just, still well, can't. And, and Steve Roberts and, and Lance Taylor both, uh, said that they spent more time on the six a alignment than any other conference or any other classification because there's 19 teams. Yeah. So there was going to be 10 and nine, no matter what, as, as yeah. no matter what. Yeah. And of course, there's about seven on the west that makes sense, and about seven on the east that makes sense. So now, what do you do with those in the middle to make that ten and nine? And they said they looked at every single option. Um, and of course, there's not much of a difference. I mean, you could have easily have put, uh, say, Sylvan Hills and Catholic in the west, and put Little Rock Christian and PA in the east. But it, but is any of those options much no. different? No, none. none. Well, Lila, no. let me. I mean, I understand it's scrambled mess and everything, but I just can't get over the fact that Fort Smith Northside. I used to live there near Northside. It's about two miles from from the Arkansas River. I lived in Jonesboro for years. It's almost to the uh, Mississippi River, and they're in the same conference. Same conference. That's just mind-boggling to me. It is. I don't know. Maybe throw all thirty-two back together or something. I don't know. It's just a mess to me. It's a mess. I'm not smart three enough to miles, figure it out. Three miles separates north side and south side. And, of course, when yeah. we were doing all this, you know, yesterday uh, we talked to Dr. Beaumont, yeah. and uh, he, uh, he he brought up again that there are three miles that separate those three two miles. schools. Yeah. Oh, uh, Leland, something I'm sure we've written about this, but I, I, can, I sure cannot remember. Under the competitive equity there. rule that they passed – Will will Shiloh and Harding and these schools that got had bumped up under that? Do they have to stay in this conference for four years? Yes, that's what. Okay, that's what I thought. So that's a yes. it's a so, four year thing. So next year, when every two years, of course, they reclassify the public schools. Right. But the private schools now that fall under that competitive equity factor, uh, it's a four year. Um, deal yeah, and if a team gets points. more than nine points accumulated nine points then they will move up very few schools under this new format is going to move down right catholic's the only it's one that most, i know of right is that the only one that yes that's the only one and that's going to be so rare it was like coach kohu said at little rock christian this summer when i talked to him on the seven at the seven on seven tournament up in shallow christian yeah he said that a private school is going to have to be so bad to move down that he's probably going to lose his job. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. wow. A yeah. good way to put it. The good news is you're moving down classification. The bad news is you're not going with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that might be yeah. good news. I don't, I don't know. Uh, so, Leland, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, so, new conference alignments, Leland and I – Leland had a uh, – I had a story today that, that mm -hmm. uh, broke down the new conferences for the Northwest and River Valley schools and uh, just a other couple little blurbs about that. Um, the 5A West is uh, – Leland, I'm going to love this 5A West. You got Shiloh and Prairie Grove in. 
uh, going in. Farmington and, again. Farmington. Yeah. Uh, you lose Valonia and Greenwood. They're out. Greenwood, uh, sorry, uh, Greenbrier. Greenbrier goes to yeah. 6A. Valonia goes to a different conference. Morrillton goes to a different conference. Dardanelle comes into the 5A West. Um, and Alma, of course, will be the elder statesman. Alma and Harrison are setting up there as the, as the grandfathers now of, of the 5A West. Um, yeah, they're the old men in the conference, they and they're looking around going, wow, what happened to the neighborhood? Yeah, they got real young, real fast uh-huh. um, in the 5A West. So you'll have Shiloh, Prairie Grove, P. Ridge, still a newcomer to the 5A West, Darnell, a brand newcomer. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And we so, have to remind people this is based on enrollment. Enrollment, say, yes. Why is this and why is that? Yeah. And, of course, when you're in private schools, the equalizer Other, thing. Other than Shiloh Christian, whose enrollment is 3A level, yep. they got bumped up to 4A because of the multiplier by, enforced by the AAA, and then now bumped to 5A because of the competitive equity rule. Yeah. So, the term uh, that they use is dominant. 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 Yeah, dominant. Yep. So we have that happening in the 4A1, which is the conference that we have up here uh, Ozark comes in, and Lincoln comes in to replace Prairie Grove and Shiloh Christian. So that'll be the new 4A1 with those schools. Lamar stays in the 4A4. Uh, they're the only team that's in our coverage area that now will be in the 4A4. The three Now, this is what I want to talk about, Liam, before we let you go. The 3A1, already a pretty good conference, just got a whole lot better. Come on Ooh. in, Boonville. Come on Come in. Come on in. That is the name, that is the school, that's the name that immediately catches the eye when you look at the new classification is you see, oh, where's Boonville? Oh, there they are. Yep, with Charleston. And, man, that's going to be a great, great game next year. be a great game. And Cedarville is coming on in the last few years. that'll be a great game. Uh, So the 3A1, you know, it was already a good conference, and it just got – appreciably even better than it was well and lamar you mentioned lamar that was the only school that robinson did not mercy rule right. by the or in the third quarter in the playoffs right they played year. them better tougher they than anybody scared. they ain't scared they ain't scared they, they might have lost, but they ain't, they ain't scared uh, and so uh i looked at like lamar kind of got left in the 4a4 and paris got left in the 3a4 uh, I talked to Ricky May with Charleston yesterday for the story, and he said, we knew that we were going to lose Lincoln. You know, we knew that, and we knew that we probably was just going to be one opening unless they did something crazy. And so we kept going back and forth. Is it going to be Paris? Is it going to be Boonville? Back and forth. Which one's it going to be? <laughs> they got Boonville, and Paris stayed in the 3A4. Oof. Yeah. So uh, lots, of, lots of moving and shaking going on, and uh, again, those uh, new that will that will be next fall that that uh, those teams will start playing in those new conferences. And well, they, and the other thing too, you see, Waldron went back to the four A seven. Four A, yeah, back to Nashville, Arkadelphia. But yeah. at least Robinson's yeah, not in it. Yeah, yeah, the Robinsons not, but Arkadelphia's got their quarterback back. I mean, they're they're loaded. But uh, I tell you what, the four A one, you just took the two best teams. In the, la- the last decade or more, the last decade and a half, yep. out of that conference in Prairie Grove and Shiloh, well, that opens it up a whole lot, Leland. I mean, I know Ozark comes in off of winning the 4A4 Conference Championship, and they probably draw the favorites role. But for schools like Elkins, Huntsville, this this is a, a whole new lease of life for, for yep. those schools that, that now uh, you know can kind of breathe a little bit and say, you know what, you know, 
I think maybe maybe we can compete, you know, now yeah, for the bullies Trump. are gone. Let us be the bullies. Yeah, absolutely. So Leland, we're going to wrap this up. And uh, for those listening, we uh, this will be our last podcast for a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll come back after the holidays, the first week of January, and we'll do this all over again. And we'll be wall to wall basketball. So. Uh, you know, I wanted to mention too, Leland, man, thanks for, you know, Leland joined our team. And, and when was it, Leland, July? Yes. Yeah. And so, so thankful to have Leland taking care of the River Valley down there. Absolutely. I tell you, I tell you what, uh, you know, Ricky, we got the three musketeers down there. We got Leland, Walter Woody, and Harold McIlvain. Now, Harold's been on the disabled list uh, for a couple of weeks, but we'll have him back in January. And those guys just do a great job of covering the River Valley for us down there, and we're very thankful for that. I always, man, even for I've known Leland for a while, and I said, man, we need to get that guy on our team. I don't know what you come up with and paid him under it's the NIL. table. I gave him a lot of NIL. NIL. He can, he can now did. get cheese on his hamburger. <laughs> but anyway, nah, no. Well, and you talk about basketball, and I, and I appreciate the opportunity. It has been a blast. It's been one of my most fun football seasons that I can remember. Uh, you know, just uh, I've gotten – to to widen my uh horizons a little bit and talk to more coaches i talked to more players this year than i ever have and it's uh i appreciate the opportunity and and uh you know for 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 everything that you guys have done but don't remember the now we found out just a couple of days ago too that now the coat class is going to be at south side they're not going to have the chair back seats yet uh for uh for Northside's gym yet, they won't be done in time. So that Coke Classic will be played at Southside, which is and, – And I'm not even going to get close to Ricky Smith and yeah, ask him I about his opinion on he, that. He may pick up one of those unfashioned uh, chairbacks <laughs> and throw it at you. He may do that. So, Leland, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. We're right at the deadline. My my producer's over there giving me the cutthroat sign, so we got we got to get out of here. Uh, so, as always, thanks for being with us, Leland Barclay, down the River Valley. I'm Chip Sousa for, and for Ricky Fires. This has been Prep Rally, the podcast. We'll catch you in January. See you. The Prep Rally podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find Ooh, us on yeah. SoundCloud, Apple, Damn. Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.